ready to live your best life, be stronger, and fall in love with yourself? It's possible and it's within you, but you need to unlock the power within. Welcome to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. Jody is now living the best life ever, but it took some stepping out of her comfort zone. She's going to show you how it can be done. Here is your host, Jody Harrison Bauer. Hey everybody, welcome to Fearlessly Authentic. I am your host, Jody Harrison Bauer, and I'm so excited to have you join me for another episode. I'm super excited to interview my next guest. I am here with Kelly Angelo and her stepdaughter, Ava Angelo. Welcome to the show, ladies. Hi. Thanks for having us. It is my pleasure. You know, the show is about educating, empowering, and inspiring. And I thought of Kelly and Ava because, first of all, they are like uh, kind of superstars a little bit, trying to be superstars on TikTok. And um, it's kind of funny because Ava is a great dancer and Kelly not so much. I've known Kelly for 10 years, (laughs) and I've had the pleasure to watch this 35-year-old woman grow as she has just been fearless in the things that she has pursued, has really honored the things that she loves, and has really stood in her truth. And these are all things that I really respect and love about her. When I met her, uh, it was about 10 years ago, we had both tried out to be in a local radio station's calendar. It was called Chicks That Rock. Right, Kel? Oh, yeah. (laughs) And so I never asked you, why did you want to be in that calendar? I don't remember. I think I saw an ad pop up on Facebook and somebody said, oh, you'd be good for that. And I don't know. And I think I just applied and it went went from there. Okay. All right. So, yeah, it was sort of the same thing with me. I was actually, I had just won um, one of my two national bikini shows and I was 49 years old and somebody reached out to me and said, you should do this. It was actually somebody from high school and I, I never knew what it was. Anyway, we became friends uh, because you were so lovely to me. We met each other when we were doing the photo shoot and when we would see each other. We at both hated our pictures. That's why we bonded. <laughs> we both hated how our pictures came out. So yes. we bonded that. <laughs> yeah, I remember we did not, we did not really love that, um, that photographer. I mean, sure, he was a nice person, but we just didn't love it. So... And then when we would go to promotional events, you were always, hey, hey, over here. You know, you were always so lovely to me. And I remember that. And then we stayed in touch. And you ended up telling me that, uh, you know, we're just, you know, just girls talking about boyfriends and things like that. And you said, hey, you know, I started dating. You know, there's this older guy that's interested in me at this gym that I belong to. And you're like, I'm not really sure if I'm really interested in him. He's older. He's got kids. And at the time, you were 25, 26 years old. And I remember thinking, do not get involved with an older man. You are young. You don't need the kids. You don't need all of that stuff. Like, be unburdened. (laughs) Go fly. And what happened? Well, now we've been married almost two years. We have... four-year-old together, and now I've been living with my stepchildren now for almost six years. Wow. Wow. So what was that that like? So you fall in love with him. I know him. He's a very charismatic guy. 
Um, thrilled to be married to such a beautiful human being inside and out. And, you know, you first lived together. So what was that like? Here you are living with this man. You're in love with him. You know that you're probably going to spend your life with him. And you meet Ava and her twin brother, Luca. And they were how old? About six years old, you said? Six, five, six. Um, when I first met them, they were four. four. That, yeah, and that then was- when I moved in, they were six. Okay. And so what was that like to suddenly, you know, at 29, 30 years old, be thrown into woo, instant family? Were you, um, were you I, looking for something like that in your life? I had been living alone for previously for a couple of years. I lived by myself in a condo and I was just, you know. Happy as a clam? Happy as a clam. Worked, <laughs> you know, through the day. I had two jobs and I always, you know, I was social, always going out, um, you know, kind of living that post-college life on my own, but still, you know, wanting to be on the social scene a lot because I didn't really have anything keeping me home. Um, and then when I met Eddie and we started dating and it was kind of just the natural progression, I was spending a lot of time at the house anyway and then getting up really early in the morning to go back. At that time, I worked from home. Um, so it kind of just happened over time. It was a natural progression, I feel like. And I've been around the kids a lot since the beginning. So when I finally made the move to move into the house, it was, it didn't seem much different from what we had kind of evolved into because I'd been around so much previously. It kind of almost made things a little bit easier because I wasn't going back and forth between two different places. Um, and I was already spending a lot of time, you know, family time with them anyway, but we also had our alone time too. So it was a nice balance, but it was definitely an adjustment from the, my previous years of just being on my own. Right. You're this, this single woman and then suddenly boom, Hey, here are my kids. And so Ava, you met Kelly all these years ago. You're now, um, 11 years old. And how did you feel when your dad brought her home and she started living with you? How did how did you feel about that? Um, well, it wasn't really like a, well, <laughs> we thought it was, I don't really remember, but Kelly, um, when I first saw her, I thought she was just one of dad's friends. Uh-huh. Um, but then once she started spending days with us, like going out to eat and, um, having some fun with us. Um, we've been really bonding. And I feel like Kelly was a really awesome woman. And me and Luca really got along with her well. And um, I just feel like she was, I don't know, one of Dad's good friends. So I knew something was going to happen. I don't know. But Did you, Were you hoping that they were falling in love and that she would be a part of your life? Yeah, because it was like, because Julia was probably in college. Uh Uh-huh. Or like... Your older sister. Yeah. So it was like a one girl that was there because it was just going to be all boys, but I had someone to hang out with because she's a girl and I am too. So it was really fun. I love that. So she became kind of like, you knew that she was dad's girlfriend or going to be somebody special in your dad's life because she was spending a lot of time with you guys and you were, you liked her. You were okay with that. You're like, yeah, my dad's happy. This seems to be 
good for everybody. And I get to have like a, a girlfriend, you know, she's older than my older sister. She's younger than my mom, maybe, I don't know. And she seems to, she's really nice. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's really great. So how would you describe, Kelly first, how would you describe your relationship with Ava in particular? Um, I feel like we are always, we get along well because we're, I don't want to say we're the same person because obviously there's a big age difference, but we have a lot in common that I don't think we always realize that we have in common. Like what? Um, you know, we kind of have similar personalities. Like when we really get to know someone, we're very comfortable, but when we don't really know someone, we're a little bit shy. Um, you know, just like the girly aspect in general, you know, we're both, you know, into, you know, fashion and fitness and, you know, feeling good and looking good about ourselves. And there's just things that, you know, just have like naturally progressed that we've gotten to know about each other, you know, and then, you know, but we'll have our little like tiffs, just like any girls do. But at the end of the day, you know, we know that we always understand each other and have our each other's backs, even if, you know, if we get in a fight or something like that, it doesn't really last too long. It sounds like the relationship was pretty seamless from the beginning. Ava liked you, you liked Ava, and it wasn't as if she was, oh, this kid. You just, you always seem to really like her and, and Luca. We don't want to forget about Luca because <laughs> Luca's your twin brother, but he's a boy. So we're just talking girl stuff kind of today. Right. So that's that's really lovely. I don't think that there are a lot of young moms that might meet an older man. You know, he's 12 years older. It's not like he's 30 years older, you know, uh, and are a little bit nervous or apprehensive about getting involved with that man because he does have a family. But you threw your fear out the window and said, hey, I really I really dig this guy. I want to get to know him better. And he seems like, I remember one of the things that you said to me first and foremost was he's a fantastic father. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that was, I think um, a really good point for you because you wanted to be with somebody, you respected him for that reason. And you knew that uh, he took really good care of his children and really watched out for them. And that was something that you respected a lot. Right. That was one of the main attractions when we first started dating because I wasn't ever around little kids. I mean, right. I was 25. None of my friends really had kids yet. So it was really refreshing to see, you know, in this day and age, someone that wants to be so involved and someone that always wants to do things with their kids. And I was really impressed with that. And, you know, I just felt like I was kind of like the missing piece because, you know, I was always kind of there to you know, kind of make up for things that he's, you know, he wasn't always so good at, or if he gets overwhelmed, I'm always there to kind of help out. So I feel like without us even realizing, it was kind of like the yin to the yang of the, of the parent sector at this house, you know, so I felt like it helped them, um, you know, through their years of kind of like getting used to like going back and forth between each house, at least they were comfortable, you know, at each house and wasn't, you know, a big transition for them to have to go back and forth. No, that's so important. Um, being a, a, a single mom and being divorced when my kids were eight and um, and eight, 
12, 12. So basically nine and 13, my kids were. So I, I understand that, that that back and forth thing could be difficult if you don't feel comfortable and loved in both places. Ava, how did you feel? How do you feel about Kelly? Like how, what kind of role do you feel that she plays in your life then and now? How do you regard her? How do you look at her? Um, well, then I probably was like, oh, well, She's, like, a big sister that I could always, like, go to. Uh-huh. Um, and now, like, me and Kelly always get our house done together. We always go shopping. So, like, if I need something that a boy wouldn't understand to get, Kelly would be the one to, like, I could go to and ask because my mom's at a different house. Mm-hmm. And it's something I would probably need at this house. So she's also, Kelly's very funny. She's so she's really funny. That's what makes us bond the most. And um, when we go like get our nails done or something, the boys are doing what they do, and we either help each other get the right color that we want for our nails. So it's really fun. Um, so yeah, um, it's just really fun to have a big sister that could be there. Okay. Do you feel like she's a mom to you also? I know that you're very close with your mom, but do you feel that when you come to visit your dad, that Kelly is your second mom, that she fills that role for you, that not only does she seem like a really cool older sister friend, but do you feel like she plays that mom role to you too when you come to, when you're hanging out with your dad? Yes, because like she, um, cause Carmine, her, uh, Carmine, um, he's four, and Kelly, as a mom, she buys him, like, clothes, like, when he grows out of them, and she does for us, too, me and Luca, so, as you know, moms always have to be, like, either clean or, um, clean your rooms if you don't, but, um, you're good at cleaning your rooms. Yeah, I understand. So, yeah, she's always, she's always has mom mode on. Because um, when, say that she sees a little splat on the counter, she'll clean it up. Because that's what moms do. And, um, yeah, she does buy me clothes, like, when I grow out of them, like a mom would. So, it's really nice. I love that. And so, from my perspective, I love what you said, Ava, that I love that Kelly is that person in your life for you. And I love Kelly what you said about Ava, it's such a beautiful relationship. And I think it really evolved as you both grew. You know, Kelly, when you had Carmine four years ago, and you know, Ava, I know you were really excited about having a little brother. Maybe you wanted a little sister, but you know, we all love Carmine. And but from a friend's perspective, to watch you grow and evolve as this um, really um, strong woman who went into this with an open heart and an open mind, I think that that is a great way to enter a relationship with somebody who has kids, a relationship overall, but a relationship that has children. And, you know, those things could either pull you or push you, pull you away or push you together. And in in this case, I think that you were Eddie's, you know, you are his yin to his yang. And I think it, it all seemed to work out and everybody, everybody's happy. And it's a lovely thing. I agree. It's almost like because we've been around, you know, the kids so long, it's like when it's just me and Eddie, it's like, we don't even know what to do with each other. Because we're, 
where it's like strange. We're just so used to having kids around that that's just how our relationships always has been. And how has it been, Ava, how has it been to have a little brother who came into your life? (laughs) You know, you and Luca were the, the babies of the family for so long. And then to bring Carmine in, uh, were you excited to have a little brother? Yeah. So me and Luca, we felt like, wow, we have like someone we could play with instead of each other. But um, yeah, the best day when we found out that, well, when the gender reveal, mm-hmm. Luca was so happy that it was a well, there was but um, Luca was more happy because. Um, Luca used to play hockey, so we'll have someone play hockey with dad was too. Um, so it was really shocking that uh, we had another sibling. Um, so that it was really, it's a fun experience. When, That's great. And I know that you've really, really embraced him, and he looks up to you and Lucas so much. Kelly, were you at all nervous about bringing, you know, how the twins, we, I know you refer to them as the twins a lot, but they are Ava and Luca, um, how, how Ava and Luca would re, you know, received Carmine and, you know. Yeah. Cause I, you know, it's bringing, it's changing the routine, changing the schedule. Now, obviously when he was a little baby, you know, they nap a lot and, you know, and it's, we couldn't just, fly by the seat of our pants and go make plans because, you know, things got a little bit more challenging when we had a little baby around. Um, but it was just fun, too, because, you know, as he get, got older, he started, you know, knowing who they were. You know, it was really cute. And he, you know, every morning he'll wake up and he'll, the first thing he says, so do we have the kids today? He always wants to know if they're coming. He gets so excited to pick them up. Um, I mean, just like any little brother, obviously, they can sometimes be a pain in the butt. But at the end of the day, you know, they all have each other to play with. And even though there's an age difference, they're seven years apart. um, I think it's like so important that he has siblings and that he is going to know who they are, you know, for the rest of his life. Because there's not, you know, friends can come and go, but it's, you know, your family and your siblings even if you don't always get along, but are really always going to be there for you regardless. So, you know, it's important to me that as them in his life. I agree. Um, I've, I've watched it all happen and it's, it's been seamless, quite honestly. So what kind of advice would you give to a woman your age coming into your situation? Uh, any advice that you would give to any woman at any age, 20, 30, 40, who comes in and, you know, I don't know if you knew you wanted to have a child. I think you knew you wanted to eventually have a child with Eddie. Uh, but what advice coming into an, a family that's already created? Um, I think you just have to take it day by day. You can't really have any expectations of how things are going to go. I mean, some days are going to be better than others. You know, and you have to know, like, what your boundaries are, you know, because at the end of the day, um, as much as you love them and you're connected to them, they're not your biological kids. So there's always going to be, you know, your place. And then you always have to kind of know when to not really get involved and when to step back. But, you know, in your house, they're going to go by your rules and they're going to end up knowing, you know, the rules are going to be different at each house. But I feel like because... I've been around for so long and, 
you know, now Carmine, he's four. So it's not like, you know, he was just born last month. So, you know, I think it's, we've gotten into such a good rhythm of, you know, how things go at our house and how things go when they're not with us. So I just think it's important that you kind of just take it day by day and don't, you know, don't be too hard on yourself because things might not always go as you expect them to go. I like that. So kind of be open-minded, but know what you can offer to to what you can offer of yourself and knowing that, you know, rules might be different at their mom and mom's house as they are here and respect those rules. But when you come to my house, these are, this, this is, these are our guidelines here. And Ava, is that difficult for you or is it basically pretty much the same? It's not that difficult because the, it's pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's not like you're coming into a whole different house that has a whole different type of schedule. It's, okay. So it's really nice to have the same type of rhythm when you go to each different house. So what would you say to another 11-year-old girl or boy who uh, finds themselves meeting somebody new in their mom or dad's life? What would you say to them and how to deal with it? Um, I would say that it it really matters on what the age of the person is. Like me and Luca were four, so say that they had a new mom or dad coming in at the age of 12 or 13. It would be a different type of experience yes. like, for them because they, like when you're older than 13, you could pick on what house you could go to, mm-hmm. um, like moms or dads. But for my age when you were four or 11 um all you gotta do is just you have to get along because if it's not um, like if you don't get along it would be a whole different big like experience but me and kelly really got along once we met each other because we're both we both kind of have the same personality so it was not as hard but listen to to how wise you are i just i'm about to cry because uh, (laughs) You were just so wise. I know you were always a, a little bit more mature than most. And uh, I am just incredibly impressed by your poise and the things that you have to say. So I hope that any any young girl that's listening right now um, could take your advice and, and embrace that person. You know, I think that we all have gut instincts. And it sounds like your gut instinct on Kelly was great, just like your dad's was. And that's why they're married and they have little Carmine and this beautiful family. So I also want to talk to you both about fitness. Fitness is a big, big, big part of your life and my life. And we're going to be taking a break shortly. So I want to just touch upon a few things. But so a little background on Kelly. So uh, we met each other 10 years ago. And then she quit her job and came to work for me as a personal trainer. And since then, she went on to compete. I I coached her in competitions and she won her first show. She was amazing. And so, Ava, have you become more interested in fitness as a result of having Kelly around? Yeah, um, when I... When we went to school, me and Luca, like, every morning, Kelly would say, okay, I'll drop you off, then I'll go to work, like, at Joey Fit to do um, a workout or whatever she was doing. 
And um, this year I started doing a fitness account on Instagram. So we would go live on certain days. Our days are Tuesdays, Thursdays. And it depends on what weekend I'm with my dad. I would do the workout. Um, I do it with my friend. Her name's Bryn. And um, me and her get along really well because she's into fitness too. And our first live um, thing on Instagram, a workout, Kelly would write down what I would do. Like say three sets with five workouts in each one. And she would write down which one we would do, like what workout we should do. Because I would give her a category, say an ab workout. She would put an ab workouts in the workout. Oh my God, I didn't say that. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I'm really into fitness because I like how um, I like how the, some workouts are unique and some are hard, but you still always have to go like try to finish the workout because you know it will fix or do something by the end. Right, it's going to put you in a good mood because you can't re- you can't think about the bad mood you're in if you're working out, right? Some people tell me they can. So when we come back, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Kelly's fitness and TikTok and Instagram, and we're going to get more into that. So we'll be right back. We're going to take a quick break. Thank you, guys. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. On Fearlessly Authentic, Jody talks about mental and physical well-being, and the key to both starts with proper nutrition. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan was created to help your body feel better. Whether your goal is to lose weight, gain muscle, or just feel lighter and more energetic, following this meal plan can help you get there. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a 21-day plan to help you learn the most important things about the food we eat and what foods are right for you based on your goals and activity level. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a real plan for real life. This is not a diet, but a change in lifestyle. The plan is simple and easy for you to follow. In the 21-day plan, you will receive meal ideas, snack ideas, a grocery list, and a 21-day journal crucial to your success with inspirational quotes to keep you motivated and keep track of your progress. The key to success is commitment, consistency, and willpower. Be fearless and trust the journey. Go to JodyFit.com to purchase the JodyFit meal plan now and use the promo code PODCAST to get 25% off. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or comments you may have. Send an email to info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. That's info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. Now, back to Fearlessly Authentic. Welcome back to Fearlessly Authentic. I am your host, Jody Harrison Bauer, and I'm back with Kelly and Ava. And before we took the break, we were talking a little bit about fitness and how important it was to Ava and how she and Kelly 
connected over fitness, also fashion. We talked a little bit about fashion also. But Kelly, I wanted to talk about uh, fitness and how important it is to you because when we met, I was I already had my studio. You were working out at another gym and we sort of bonded over the fact that, yes, we, we did it like the photographer and uh, in the photo shoot, but we also bonded over our fitness routines and talked a lot about that. So what does fitness mean to you? You're now 35 years old. When I met you 10 years ago, you were 25. So how has what did fitness mean to you then? What does it mean to you now? And what could you tell moms that are post-baby um, you know, your tips on staying fit post-pregnancy and, and, and staying fit afterwards? So, I mean, fitness is, use, is obviously very, used to be very physically important to me. As I've gotten older, I've realized that I kind of balance that it's physically and mentally equally important to me. Yes. Um, I've experienced that as I've gotten older. When I was young, you know, I pretty much joined a gym for something to do as a social thing, but also to, you know, you want to look good in bikini, you want to feel good about yourself. I always loved um, exercising. I've been, a, I've been going to a gym since I was about 14 or 15 years old. So that just has always been super important to me. Um, when I had my son, I gained a lot of weight when I was pregnant. How much and weight did you gain, Kelly? 80 pounds. 80 pounds. Yeah, you you gained a lot of weight. I did lose 20 right when I left the hospital. So I was a lot of fluid, but there were 60 pounds on there that I, you know, I'm, I'm here not really to I put a lot of pressure on myself to lose it fast, which I know a lot of women do. And that's something that I obviously was my own mental piece coming in. It was very important to me to get back to the way I looked prior to having a baby as fast as I could. Um, obviously it's different for everybody. And looking back, you know, I realized that eventually it's going to come off. If you work hard and you're consistent and you give your body time and you let your hormones kind of level out, you will get back to where you were. Um, a lot of people say, oh, my body would never look the same after a baby. But you can't use that as, as an excuse. I found that my body looked different, but that wasn't a bad thing. Your body does change, but it shouldn't be a crutch that you necessarily use to not lose the weight. I feel that, you know, mentally, as you go through a lot of stages when you have a baby, is particularly at the beginning newborn stage, you kind of lose yourself a little piece of yourself because you're not the most important person anymore. You have this Mm -hmm. little person that's more important and that you have to take care of them. But I think it's super important to never not take care of yourself mentally and physically. Cause I know that if I don't work out or if I have a bad workout, it puts me in a bad mood, Mm -hmm. which, you know, can come out during the day when you're trying to navigate um, taking care of your kids anyway. So I feel like for me working out, makes me feel like I can get through the day, makes me feel like my day is a little bit more complete, that it's not so monotonous that I was able, even if it's just 45 minutes, that 45 minutes that I did something to feel really good about myself. And, you know, it doesn't, 
you know, it doesn't have to take up your whole day. It's just that little piece of time that you take for yourself. And I recommend that for everyone. So, so many people talk about self-care, self-soothe. And I think a lot of people think that working out is just such a, you know, you got to lift heavy weights and it's not really about that. It's about taking that time, whether it's a bar workout or it's a, a workout with weights or it's just a toning type of workout or it's just cardio, whatever it is, or meditation, yoga, whatever it is. It's that time that you're taking to and for yourself. So you, like you so said, you so well said that the rest of the day, you know that, okay, I took care of myself. Now I'm prepared to take care of the rest of my day, the rest of the people that I love, the rest of the people that might need me. And if I didn't take care of myself, if I felt full and I didn't have any room to take care of anybody else, I don't know I would be able to get through the rest of the day and be in a good mood and be able to open up and my heart and help others. I agree. Yeah. You, have to, you know, you have to find that balance where you make the time for yourself and you, it's not selfish. It is, it's self-care. It's making sure that your mind is focused because if you're feeling distracted or if you're constantly thinking about all day about not getting that workout in or, you know, not getting those errands done and, you know, you just have to prioritize what is going to, you know, make your day better because every day is different and you just never know what life's going to throw at you. So at least if you take that little bit of time for yourself, it'll help you get through anything. I think that's very good advice. You know, I've been working out like for 40 years and I know that when I miss a workout, it does put me in a bad mood. And I didn't get to work out yesterday. And I kept saying, I'm going to get that workout in. And then this morning, um, didn't get to get my workout in. So it's just like it, it, it snowballs. And then all of a sudden, you're, you think, oh, I'm never going to get that workout in. But if you do, if you put it into your schedule, like uh, a dentist appointment, that you know you're going to get that workout in so you can help others. And I think it sounds like you've been a great role model, I know, to the women at the studio, but to Luca and Ava. I know Luca's very involved in hockey. And Ava, you play sports as well, correct? Yes. What do you play? I play soccer and I'm in basketball and now starting um, a camp for field hockey. So do you feel that the workouts that you've done with Kelly or the ones that she's given you um, have helped you in your team sports? Yes, because my um, I started soccer. It was my um, okay. We started soccer. I started soccer around the age of six, I think. Yeah, like four years ago. Yeah, and um, at the first year, I didn't know how to play. My legs weren't, they weren't ready for lots of running and um, and good defense and all that. But once, throughout the years with Kelly and teaching me workouts and all different challenges to do um, on my fourth year, my, is not my last year, my legs have really changed and I've gotten way faster and really good with like with my legs in basketball and soccer. So stronger legs, that's what that's, that's, that's it. That's it. <laughs> a lot yeah. of practice. 
that. So fitness, it sounds like fitness is always going to be a part of your life. It's always going to be a part of Kelly's life. And it's really, uh, wouldn't you both agree that it's a lifestyle that if you don't start it, you know, for you, Ava, you're starting it very young. And a lot of girls maybe wouldn't have thought to start it as young as you are. But do you believe that Kelly has had that influence on you? Yeah. She, Mm -hmm. sometimes she wakes up really early to go to the gym or still work out at home. And then I'm just in bed, like... (laughs) I want to do that, but I really sometimes don't have the motivation to do it. But mm-hmm. the other morning, I did a 10-minute ab workout, bright and early, didn't even do anything. Oh, I just got into bed and started doing it. Wow. <laughs> How did I do that? But I did it. Right, right. So you would... So it's about really digging deep and finding that motivation because I know, Kelly, you wake up really early to do that. And I think with a lot of young moms, I know with quarantine, you didn't get up as early because there was no gym to go to and so on and so forth. But now that we're out of quarantine, uh, I don't know if your schedule's changed that much. But what I really want to make a point about is for for the moms that are in their 20s, 30s, 40s, however old they are, that it is important for them to take that time to do something for themselves physically so it helps them to become stronger mentally yeah you just have to build it into your day and you know you kind of get to know your child's schedule so you know the time of day that's best for you to work out I mean I think quarantine has taught me personally I had a bunch of equipment at home but never also never had the motivation to work out at home because I could just go to a regular gym right um so being quarantined and having to just use what I had and coming up with workouts or doing workouts with the limited equipment that you had you know, it just shows you even more that there really is no excuse. Even if you only have 20 minutes, you can run down to your basement and, you know, just get yourself sweating, get your heart rate up and be done with it. You don't have to work out for two hours. You don't have to drive 30 minutes to go to the gym. You don't need a babysitter. Um, you can, you know, if you have the motivation, you can find a way to just get it done. I think that's really very good advice. And I, you know, one of the things that I learned during quarantine is what we don't have, we don't need. So we might've thought that we needed that gym. I own a gym, so please, we need the gym, Um, that we need that gym, but we also can be very resourceful. And I think that being quarantined taught us to be resourceful, to look inside what we have, what we can do, what we need to do to stay healthy, to stay sane, to stay safe. And we all, you know, for the studio, we went immediately online and we started offering classes online. And Kelly uh, teaches at the studio three times a week. So that was a big pivot for us. But I think a lot of people found themselves pivoting and figuring out, okay, this is what I need to do to stay, to stay safe, sane, and healthy. And, you know, some people do have legitimate excuses and and I res- we all respect those. But for those of you who are healthy and have the opportunity or it's just about taking the time to give that that special time for yourself. So I, I really like that. I think that's great advice to give um, to moms who feel that overwhelmed with the life of motherhood. And we all we've all been there. So let's go on to TikTok. <laughs> so. I am, uh, my daughters have told me I'm a little too old, 
for 40, for, you know, to be on TikTok. I just almost referred to myself as being 49. How weird is that? Okay, I'll be 60 in December and I almost thought I was 49. Okay, so that just tells you, you are as young as you feel and it's it's a mindset. And you, Kelly, you know, I, I don't think I'm friendly with anybody older than me. I think everybody is like your age. Yeah. So, so when my daughter said to me, mom, and they're in their 20s. I I'm too old for TikTok. What's that? <laughs> I think I'm too old for TikTok. <laughs> It's, uh, I, I want how did this whole TikTok evolve in your family? Ava, you, did you say to Kelly, Hey, we should do this together or how did, how did this all come about? Um, well, before it was TikTok, it was called Musical.ly and I had it since, um, maybe eight or even seven and it was not, Musical.ly was not dances. It was a whole different thing. It was, you would grab your phone and say that it's a, it's a song and you lip sync to it, but say that it had the word love in it. So you would show the movements of your hand to the word. And that's what you would make for musically. Okay. But now that it's TikTok, um, the name was changed, I think 2018, maybe 19. Um, and now it's dances. Some people still do, they lip sync, but they don't mo- do the move, the hand movements of words anymore because they say it's old now, okay. um, but most people do dances and people, yeah, very. <laughs> um, people inspire people to do a certain dance. There's lots of famous people on there that did get big off of a certain type of trend that they did. Mm-hmm. And uh, as an example, Charlie, her name's Charlie D'Amelio, she got big, big meaning famous on TikTok doing the dance called Renegade. People really um, wanted to try that dance out. So she got lots of shares, really lots of likes and comments. Now she has 60.5 or 6 million followers wow. on her TikTok. So, and her family is big too. Her, she has a little, a big sister, um, Dixie. And they inspire They're lots from Connecticut. Of, yeah, they, they live, live in Connecticut. What an education block. I'm getting. So is your so you've been you've been doing this since you were eight years old. And so you you sound like an expert. And so when it became TikTok, you you just kind of moved along and you introduced so did you start doing TikTok videos on your own and then Kelly did you say hey what are you doing I want to do it with you or how did this whole family affair of TikToks because I've watched your family videos and they're adorable I love them they both she started just doing them on her own and then you know I'd be walking around the house I'd be hearing the same song play over and over and over and I would say why are you listening to the same song and then it's because they have to re they have to watch the same video to memorize the moves and then they record themselves. And I kind of was just a little bit in awe because, you know, she took so much time to rehearse would, you know, do rough drafts. If it wasn't perfect, she'd restart. So she was very um, meticulous about it. And then, you know, she started showing me ones of girls that she followed that would do with their friends or that would do with their moms and, they were so kind of evolved. It was called like a duet. So, you know, you needed a second person. Um, 
you know, and at first, obviously, I was hesitant because I have horrible, horrible dancing skills and rhythm. You don't, you don't have bad dancing skills. You just don't hear the beat that much, right? Right. But, um, you know, she does. She's very patient and she'll teach you everything. <laughs> hey, I want to do one. I want to do one with you, Ava. So we'll have to oh, send it. So what was it like teaching Kelly to do uh, a duet with you? Um, well, first, the first step, there's lots of steps on teaching mm-hmm. someone that wouldn't know how to do it like you. Um, <laughs> first, you would have to find a sound, um, a certain sound that has a dance to it that is easy for her type of skill. So our first dance together was, I don't, I don't know. but I think it was the Mama Mia one. So that oh, was not a yes. lot of moves. So there's no there's lip singing. Like I said, it doesn't always have to be dances. It could be whatever you feel like doing. Um, so we had to get dressed up for this one. So me and Kelly, we had a robe on, a towel in our hair, like we just got out of the shower. <laughs> yes, she had I a glass of wine, mm-hmm. glass that had water in it. Um, but we would have to lip sync to the movie of Mamma Mia!, and it would, it's pretty much just going back and forth. So I would say something that she would, and it's a lot of acting because when she said something, I would have to get mad because she interrupted me in the, when I was talking. So it's like, it's kind of acting. like the, mo- I mean, modern day, I don't know. It's a, it's a strange culture. I mean, it's kind of like dance class, you know, you can do them with your friends, but you don't have to be with them at the time to do it. Um, I just love that. I just love that. Yeah, I love that you have an 11-year-old. Yeah, I love that you have an 11-year-old teaching you how to do this. And I love that you're doing it together and that you're so open-minded to do this. And so, Ava, you have your your Instagram account, right, where you do live fitness workouts, right? Yeah. Okay. And what is what is your handle on that? Um. On What's your Instagram name? Oh, my Instagram name for my fitness account is, um, it's Ava underscore Brin underscore, no, it's fitness underscore with underscore Ava underscore Brin underscore, um, so it's fitness underscore, oh my God, (laughs) fitness with Ava and Brin, but in underscore between each word. Yeah, there we go. The profile picture is hustle for muscle. Okay. Yeah. And then what's your TikTok name? My TikTok is Ava.Angiolo. So I wanted to also ask you, because you've been, you know, on, you seem to be very open, not shy, very confident. I remember when, you were maybe five or six years old, you had, Kelly was telling me that you were doing a makeup tutorial. Oh, oh yeah. On uh, YouTube. <laughs> so it, it went on Facebook and lots of people, our neighbor down there, his name's Sal, every time he sees me, because he watched the makeup video and I said, my eyebrows on fleek. And he always, when he sees me, he always says that. He's like, A lot of people my still ask me fleek? about that video. <laughs> So you said but your eyebrows are on what? Fleek, so look good. Um, oh, I so didn't know that. It's 
so funny. <laughs> so yeah, that's how most people know me because it went on my mom's Facebook game. That's how I started doing videos. Are you still active? I've always been interested in videos. Are you still active? Do you still do makeup tutorials? Not as much because I would rather do dances and um, I'm not as good as makeup as um, most people are, but my friend Gabby, she is really good at makeup. She does S effect and more like dramatic makeup and I would rather do either hair, like do my hair or dance. So it's not that makeup for me is just not, it's like, I don't know. I wouldn't do it on TikTok. I would rather do a trend like dances or my hair. But mostly do you see yourself as becoming, would you love to become famous on TikTok? Do you see yourself, are there a lot of younger girls your age doing this? Yeah. Yeah. Cause when I see someone famous, you know if they are, because it's called verified. You're verified on either Instagram or TikTok. So when you see someone has that blue check um, next to their name, it's like an, you suddenly either go to their page and see what they got big for it and try to do the same. But for, but for me, lots of people that follow me have different types of um, like trends that they would try. Some people do... My friend Eliza, she does transitions, so like it's really cool with her, the camera movements. And me, I would do dances. So, so each person kind of picks their own. Yeah, but mostly people do dances. Their own culture yeah. that they kind of want to attract. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we gave the handle, even though it was a little confusing for your, your TikTok. Um, I'm no, you. So your TikTok name is what? It's Ava Angela. Okay. And Kelly, you're on as Carmine, right? Yes. Okay. So we are going to be um, closing this out very soon. This has been such a wonderful interview, and I, I've really enjoyed learning so much about you, Ava. So I have two questions for you each. So one question each. Kelly, what does fearlessly authentic mean to you? <laughs> Fearlessly authentic means just staying true to yourself, not caring what other people may think of you or pass judgment on you. Um, And I feel like it just makes, makes me feel empowered. Like it makes me feel like, you know, to be real with someone you know, and show your true colors and be comfortable with yourself and not feel like you have to, you know, conform to someone just because they're going to think a certain way. That's nice. I like that. Ava, so um, what does fearlessly authentic mean to you? Um, it would mean that, well, showing people what I would, like, how I am to inspire them and to just pretty much show them what could happen or change in their life if um, they really are into what I do. And also to just be yourself and not be shy when like, doing videos and d- never be shy to do a certain type of dance move that doesn't fit your style because you never know how people are going to judge you. But for me, I just post it because I'm like, okay, well, if I like it, I'm going to post it. But if people don't like it, like comment on my video saying, I don't really like this. It's not going to affect me because it's not 
them doing it. It's me that is just happy on what I was doing. So pretty much just being real and never shy and always showing who I am. Well, I hope you never, ever lose that because that is just, those are wise words coming from a young woman and so much respect for the things that you have to say. Props to your mom and dad and Kelly and everybody who's been a huge part of your life thus far because owning who you are at 11 years old and not being afraid, being actually fearless in, in doing what you do and not being worried or concerned or fearful that you're being judged by others. You're saying, I'm going to put myself out there no matter what. If I get people who don't like it, that's really not my concern. It's not that you don't care. It's just that, hey, this is me. And I might not be able to do the dance moves or the, the hand moves or whatever it is. And I think you've taught that to Kelly too, because I've seen Kelly you know, who was always, you know, I can't dance, I can't do that. I kind of give her a hard time. But I've even seen her improve in the sense that I see her being more confident doing it. So, you know, congratulations to both of you. I love this relationship. I am so grateful that you are on the show and sharing your lovely relationship and um, <laughs> and can inspire. And, you know, you've educated me. So I know you've educated so many people who are listening and uh, empower young girls, young moms, uh, older women, anybody out there who's listening. So educating, inspiring, and empowering people is the name of the game here. And I think if we can do that, maybe we can all go and live our lives fearlessly authentic. So thank you, Ava and Kelly, so much for being here today. Thank you for tuning in this week to Fearlessly Authentic. Please listen again next Thursday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Jody Harrison Bauer, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and unlock the keys to a more powerful you.